welcome to Building Innovative Leaders podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you're interested in developing your business and leadership while gaining a long-term competitive advantage in life and business, then welcome, you're in the right place. We're here to answer this question. How are entrepreneurs and high-performing leaders just like us who aren't looking for the easy way out or the tactic of the day and are willing to put in the work, who are using our own resources and capital, how do we build businesses and lead teams in a way that lets us strategically leverage innovation and scalable business foundations to remain agile, to get our innovative solutions out to the world, and yet still remain profitable and make an impact? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. I'm Kate Abelard. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to Building Innovative Leaders podcast. I'm so excited for this week's episode. It is Monday and we're talking about what being the CEO means for entrepreneurs. This is a really, really important episode because everything that we do as entrepreneurs and when we understand that we need to step into the CEO role for our businesses to grow, for our teams to develop and to get longevity and a legacy out of our business, this is a really important point where we're turning. But Not all of us have come from a corporate background when we understand what that looks like. And even if you've come from a corporate background, it's really important to redefine what this means for you and your business as the entrepreneur. So I'm really excited because this is a question I get asked about quite often. um, And how did I myself make the transition from um, working for others, right? And then how did I step into the CEO role now with the four businesses? So Um, I'm just really excited. Let's get started. So let's talk about, let's define what this has for impact. First of all, it means that you're stepping forward as like you're the person who's in charge here, right? And not in a positional way, but you need to step into the leadership role. You need to say, okay, this is what we're doing. This is what I see strategically for us. This is the path that I want us to take. And then what you're doing there is that you're basically saying that you're accountable, you're the master strategist, you're the chief, um, and the buck stops here. I love that saying, (laughs) I always say it even with my kids. Um, So the buck stops here, right? You know that at the end of the day, the success of the business relies uh, or falls to you, right? So you're the one who's accountable. But what that actually means is when you step into the CEO role is there's a really big fundamental shift here. So instead of always working in the business and being the only one who drives the business forward, that's the entrepreneur. Um, When you step forward as the CEO role is what you're understanding is you're developing a team who has skills and capabilities that can drive that business with you, right? It no longer relies just on you as an individual. And so this is really important because what happens is it prevents burnout, it prevents frustration, um, it prevents that seven-year itch that a lot of us get. I really never experienced that, but a lot of people that I work with experience it where they're like, do I exit? Um, what am I doing, right? So that that type of, um, I can say discontentment or just playing a lot of it's linked to burnout doesn't happen when you step into the CEO role faster and when you understand how to develop a team under you. So um, I can tell you a personal story that I wanted to share with you guys. So there was a point um, right after college, Edith and I had started, uh, I had bought in as a partner and we had started shifting what the business was doing. We were pivoting, right? Um, And I just remember working all the hours and I remember um, working like the 80 hour weeks and being on the phone with the clients and going to the meetings. And yes, we had a team, but we were still doing it, 
right? We were young right out of college. Our team was young. Some of them were a bit more seasoned depending, but I really felt like I had to be in the business to make it work, right? And I remember thinking back to myself like, what was it about my experience while I was in college? I had interned with over 40, uh, I believe 40... Yeah, I had taken on five a semester when I was in college, five different entrepreneurs a semester. I would go into their businesses, and what I would do is I would find the gaps, help them with their team, figure out why things are hitting roadblocks, why they're hitting frustrations, because honestly, they didn't have the time, the way they were structured, to set up their team to find those problems for them. So I just went in as um, an intern. I basically just pitched them my own internship. So what I realized from then is that what I was helping them do is what I should be doing in my business right out of college is that I'm not finding the gaps. I'm not training the team right now. I'm just letting like I'm the one who's doing all the things. So what I was doing is I was actually replicating exactly the same issue that those entrepreneurs were facing because what happened is that I needed to be there to make things work. At the same time, I understood and we were developing our team, but I still felt like I needed to be too involved. I was too in the weeds. Um, and that that burns you out. So what I started to realize is when that finally clicked, that aha moment for me, and I realized, okay, you know what? I need to step back and work more strategically um, from a 30,000-foot view and really empower our team members to really move the pieces on the chessboard with them. That was a really big moment because I, at that point, I was hitting burnout. At that point, um, I was getting sick all the time. I was um, not as efficient as I could have been as the entrepreneur and as the business owner, because I was just, my mind wasn't there all the time. Even though I was pushing for the hours, I was pushing for the results. Um, I wasn't as efficient as I could be, right? So it just kind of came out to that point where I just hit the wall and I was a hard stop for me. It was a hard stop with a hospital visit. Um, and I realized that the reason why this was happening is because I was replicating exactly what I saw for those entrepreneurs that I had worked with while I was in college as their interns. And I realized that the same problem that they were hitting as entrepreneurs, the same reason why they were burnt out um, and they were frustrated is exactly what I replicated in my own business. And I just thought to myself, how could I possibly have done this? This is exactly what I helped them work out of. Why didn't I do it for myself? And the reality is, is that sometimes as entrepreneurs, right, there's really no handbook to doing this. There's a lot of gurus or other business owners um, who are giving their insights and their experience. But sometimes um, when you're putting things together from a whole, uh, whole different punt of input, it doesn't really come together in a succinct progression plan, right? So um, I think that's where I, f I fell into at the beginning of our business right out of college. Um, and we had some really big names at that point. We worked with only Fortune 500 companies. Um, so it was, a, it was a pretty big hard stop for me when I hit that. And I kind of just realized, like, what are we doing? We have the clients. We have the team. Um, and so why am I, as the entrepreneur, burnt out? So I think for me, um, what I wanted to share about being the CEO and what does that mean for entrepreneurs is kind of giving you the steps that I had seen after that point, right? Like, how did I turn that around? How did I make sure that I didn't repeat the mistakes? Um, and frankly, to be honest, I was a little bit embarrassed because this is stuff that I helped other entrepreneurs while I was in college as their intern push past. And I was like, how did I do this in my own business? So it was kind of like that really big moment um, for me. So why is it important? 
It's really, really important as the entrepreneur that you understand what the CEO role is because you want to make sure that you're doing, you're creating and building a business that you can actually at one point really empower your team to be 360 degree innovative leaders so you can limit the amount of time that you can spend in that business. We've done this now, my husband and I, we have four businesses because we've been able to pull ourselves out and continue to develop other businesses in a vertical and then we've done other um satellite offerings also, but it's just really important because that is what gave myself the freedom. It's what gave me the peace of mind. It's what gave me the mind space where I didn't feel like I had a million thoughts running through my mind all the time and I couldn't shut them off. Have you ever felt that? I know I definitely did. Um, It really allows you to take a deep breath. And the best part about it is when you start to understand what the CEO role is, it's really empowering others around you. It's really developing their skills, their capability, but most importantly, it's developing their innovative leadership. And some other people may have told you this relies on developing leadership and skills. That is okay, but if you really want to develop a business that lasts and builds your family a legacy, has people working for them that are empowered and they love what they do and you're making a difference in your market and you're standing firm in your industry, that requires building a business with a legacy mindset. It really requires you understanding what your role is, right, from shifting in the business as an entrepreneur to on the business as the CEO because it's doing the work to being completely strategic, right, empowering others and developing innovative leadership. It's knowing that they need to understand business foundations, they need to understand strategy, and they need to understand innovation, the 10 10 innovation types, so that way they can push your business forward with you, that it doesn't only rely on you. Also, being a CEO is really about decentralizing, right, as an entrepreneur. So that means that everything does not rely on us, that the business to run, if we needed to step out for, say, a health reason, or we need to step out to take care of a family member, or we wanted to step out and travel, I know that's not necessarily what's going on right now, but we would have the freedom to do so. We would know that We have impacted and empowered others in our organization that can move that business forward and we check in. I remember after I had my son, there was a point where I really needed six months off. Um, It was a very difficult um, pregnancy and um, I was trying to think the word because it wasn't labor. And I really needed six months off to kind of get my stuff together. At that point, we had built a business so I can take those six months off. We had other team members who could basically just replicate what I was doing and I could step out and maybe just take a phone call a week with them. That was really, really important to me because it wasn't something that I was expecting. Right after my son, I had, you know was in the hospital and I was immediately checking just to see what was going on in the business because I love and I I live and I breathe this. This is just part of who I am. So after I had gotten home, I didn't realize I would need that time off. And man, that was that hit me in the face. But I can tell you right now the the way that I was able to take those six months off is because I stepped into the CEO role because I had others in place who were empowered and who could run the business with me and check in with me. Um, And I could work the strategic angles on a lower scale basis, like maybe a few hours a week and let them run the business. 
the only way that that actually we still grew during that point in time, we didn't just sustain, we actually grew was because my team understood how to take innovative leadership and how to move that forward. Um, And I think for me as the entrepreneur, that was a point where I just realized, wow, okay, all this hard work was worth it. Um, All of the, the training and the empowering the team, yes, that is a bit of a process, but when you can just break it down into a small micro commitment a day, it worked for me. So again, that's just really understanding that I had to step out of in the business, right? And move on to strategically just advising, right? I almost stepped in as an advisor to my team um, and really empowered them to be the action takers and to be the drivers of the business. It was absolutely freeing and I was able to take those six months off. So um, I learned this lesson more than twice in my life so far. I learned it first when we had the business right out of college um, and we were pivoting it. And then I learned it again when I had my son. And it was just, it was a really good reminder to doing the work and being dedicated to doing it in and out, right? Through the peaks and the valleys as shifting to the CEO and not reverting back into the business, but really understanding what does that look like was a massive payoff because it gave me the six months that I needed. So um, I kind of wanted to go into a little bit more of what, why is this important for you as an entrepreneur, right? What does this look like for you as an entrepreneur, not just through my stories? So as an entrepreneur, what you're going to be wanting to do is you're going to want to empower your team. That's step one. Step two is what you're going to want to focus on is continuing to develop yourself as a CEO. So as an entrepreneur, there is no like CEO boot camp right out there. Um, It really comes from understanding and connecting with other mentors and connecting with other business owners and connecting with other business consultants who really have that strategy in place to take you from the entrepreneur to the CEO. Because a lot of us, I know my route was to go to school for business. Well, they don't really teach this right? When you're going to school uh, for business. So it's really important to understand what that looks like. It's important to always be learning, right? Even every day, I'm consistently learning. I'm consistently evolving um, because I know that's what my business takes. But I also know inside of me, it's a driving component of who I am. I want to make sure that I'm always developing myself, that I'm always pushing because I want to be a better person. I want to know more than I did the other day. I want to be able to lead my team and make impact um, in my organization, but also my community and my family. So it's always empowering your team, but always learning, always developing yourself. Um, And I think a big component of that is why I structured Building Innovative Leaders the way that I did, because we have the main episode that comes out every Monday, right, which is what you're listening to now. Even if it's not Monday, it comes out on Monday. Um, And then every day of the week, including Monday, so Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, they're all implementation episodes to get that main strategy done in your business. And I think that's a really important part because you can learn something, but you actually have to apply it, right? We know that we actually have to implement it to start getting the results and refine it for our particular business. So I think it's really, really important. Um that you continue to implement the changes that you're getting, the strategies that you're getting, the advice that you're getting 
from qualified entrepreneurs teaching you how they've done what they've done, right? So um, if you're looking for something that can continue to help you implement all the different strategies specifically in your business, then this is a great podcast to be listening to. No tooting my own horn, but it's just a really big part of why I wanted to um, put out Building Innovative Leaders and our daily innovation episodes, our daily innovation briefings, because I really felt like you can't just give somebody something and then be like, oh, good luck with that, right? Sprinkle fairy dust on it and make that work. You really need to talk about the implementation and get more granular, especially for entrepreneurs who are stepping into the CEO role because they want to know what that looks like. They want to get a behind the scenes look and they want to have other input on, on how they can actually implement that in their own business because working in a silo or working just in your own mind is really not effective. It's going to keep you stuck at places that you don't realize you're stuck sometimes, and it's going to lead to frustration and roadblocks. So it's really important to make sure that you're getting out of your own head and finding somebody who can really coach you through those. Um, And in the future, what does accomplishing this look like? Well, accomplishing this looks like individually for everybody. It can be a little different, but there are some main um, commonalities or main threads that you can see are the connecting points. Maybe you can relate to this. Maybe it's being the master of your universe. Have you ever seen somebody in a movie or a TV and they are signing the papers, they're walking through the hall, they have somebody working with them intimately, like this is what I need, X, Y, Z, and they pass it off. And then they go on to the next thing, right? And you see, and they just look like the master of their own universe. When you really step into the CEO role and fully embrace it and take the advice and take the mentorship that's necessary to get there, it really allows you to feel like you're the master of your own universe. So what seemed like awe-inspiring when you've seen it in the past is actually a possibility for you as the entrepreneur. It's not just something in movies. It's not just something that you see um, in high-powered corporate execs. It's actually in each and every one of us, and all we have to do is develop it and implement so that way we can continue to refine for ourselves and get the results we're looking for as entrepreneurs. Another thing that that looks like is that we have a thriving business. When you really step into the CEO roles, what you're doing is you're really focusing on strategy. You're really focusing on how to develop your team. They're focusing on revenue and profit. They're focusing on impacting your market and your industry. So it gives you massive leverage. When you understand what to do with that as the CEO, right, how to leverage those different components is really what that takes is then you can have a thriving business, right? So we understand what the resources look like. We understand where the leverage is. We understand where the business foundations are. We understand what innovation looks like. Um, And this is all the stuff that we can be implementing in our own business. And we're teaching our team to do it too. So we're not the only ones beholden to the information, but they can be working on those, those strategies also. So it gives us a lot of freedom. It gives us a thriving business. Um, And when you really step into the CEO role, is what it does, and I mentioned this earlier, is it really empowers your team. So they can, one, implement mastery, two, duplicate expectations, three, replicate results. So when you're looking to step into the CEO role, what you're looking to is to build a business that leaves a legacy and affects generations because you know that you're, one, impacting your own your own family, your own business, but you're also impacting those who work with you, right? You're impacting your team members because they are empowered. They have skills and capabilities that have been developed and they understand how to move forward, how to drive. They are, um, 
I always say the word cherish. I know not, not every entrepreneur does that, but my team really is a cherished part of my organization because they really are the ones that drive the business forward. And if I was still in the weeds, I was still in the work, I, that would be almost micromanaging, right? And it wouldn't be empowering them to find the solutions for them to work, um, for them to implement and refine. So um, a team is a really big part of stepping into the CEO role. So um, this week, what I want to do is because this is a subject um, that really needs to go into what does it look like for the entrepreneur specifically, even more so, um, how are we changing the mindset there, and then talking about how do we develop this with our team, right? If you haven't already stepped into the CEO role, um, what does that look like when you have a team? And if you have, how to develop that further? And then how do we use this as part of the way that we develop our organization, right? And then on Thursday, we're going to be going over into this is the thought leadership that's necessary that we develop in our team, but that we develop thought leadership in ourselves. And what does that look like? You know, so that way we work towards a common goal and we're not on two separate tracks. And Friday, we'll be going over the skills that are necessary to implement this for you as the entrepreneur and for your team. So that way they become more empowered and less centralized on you being the fulcrum in the business and start decentralizing it onto them, which ultimately de-risk. So I hope that you join us for the rest of the week. When we shift from um, an entrepreneur to a CEO, what we're ultimately looking for is freedom, right? We're looking for freedom of time, freedom of our thoughts, uh, freedom of our location. Maybe we want to travel more or maybe we want to, uh, to go somewhere, relocate. And we're looking for freedom of impact. We're looking to impact those who work with us and we're looking to impact those who we serve meaning our customers, clients, or consumers. It gives us freedom. So instead of always feeling like you're on that hamster wheel, you're burnt out um, and hitting, <laughs> hitting the hospital like I did on my first run and really realizing that in order to stop this from happening, in order to stop this from being a continuous issue that obviously is going to keep going, the shift that needs to happen and the solution that you're looking for is actually to shift into the CEO role of your business. So I hope today was a great episode for just understanding the fundamentals of of what that looks like, why it's necessary. Um, and for those of you who are doing it, I hope you got some um, some gems off of it and gleaned some tidbits that you can work in your own business. Make sure to join us all this week for the implementation episodes. Thanks so much, guys. Have a great week. Bye. Thanks for joining us today. And as always, if you'd like to join us in our free Facebook group, come on over to the Tribe of Innovative Entrepreneurs and join us for our weekly trainings. Have a great day.